Hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of Self to Society. My name is Dennis. I am your host. I'm the, I'm the beardless wonder now. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, and this is bad news. If anybody knows me and uh, sees me drinking one of these, please slap it out of my hand immediately. I'm drinking a monster if you're listening on the podcast, and uh, it is not wise. I shouldn't do that. But I am, so fuck it, let's roll. So this episode, today's episode is about feelings. Ultimately, it's going to be the balance between feeling our feelings and then sharing our feelings and all of the fucked up shit that we've heard in the middle of those two things. So whether, it doesn't matter how we identify. You could be white, black, male, female, gay, straight, trans, binary, how we identify, or non-binary, pardon me, how we identify has no bearing on whether or not we feel feelings. We all fucking feel feelings. We feel them in great depth. We experience emotion in ways that we cannot control. And what, So let me say this. When I say feel feelings, I mean experience emotion. I mean experience Something that moves you either mentally or physically, positively or negatively, uh, with joy or depression, with laughter or with tears. So really, truly, when I say feel feelings, I am, I am meaning uh, experiencing the gamut of what it is to be a human and experience emotion and things that we don't always know how to understand. Feelings are confusing as fuck. Sometimes they come out of nowhere. Sometimes they feel totally unwarranted. Sometimes we can't control them. I don't know about you, but for me, uh, as a, you know, uh, straight white male, I cry in public a lot. <laughs> uh, for, for, uh, for what it's worth, I, I have these moments in my life where I just can't not. I can't not. I'm so moved in joy or I'm so moved with sadness or anxiety or depression or gratitude that I'm just moved to feel things. And and when I when I feel them, I I try. I don't always, but I try to express them in ways that are healthy. I'll get to that. Uh, in ways that are healthy. So, if you're listening and watching, uh, let me take a deep breath and just sort of slow this down a little bit. I know a lot of humans who are not comfortable sharing how they are actually feeling in a moment. Now, I know a lot of humans that are comfortable to write in a journal or to follow up with somebody and write them a letter. I know humans who can come back and tell about an experience. So what I mean by that is uh, not, not necessarily sharing our feelings or emotions vulnerably, but sharing them as something that happened. I felt this, as opposed to, I feel this. Uh, and, and that might seem like a real weird, small little twist, but to say, to, to come to yourself or to somebody that you know or love or trust or am confessing or expressing something to and say, I feel, as opposed to saying, I felt, 
I feel is I'm in it and I, I'm, I'm asking for you to meet me in this place where I am feeling. Therefore, what, you, what we're really asking for is to be heard, first of all, and an attempt at being understood. We're not always heard and we're not always understood, but when we say things like, I feel this, when you're, when you're speaking to somebody, you're asking to be heard and to be understood. Now, if you've been, if you've been shamed for how you feel uh, at any point in your life, I know as, uh, as a young boy, there were times where it just like wasn't okay for me to have these kinds of feelings. It wasn't okay for me to say, yes, I actually do feel this thing right now. It was not okay. Uh, most of the time because I wasn't being heard or understood. Not necessarily that I would be, it was less that I would be shamed that I had a feeling and it was more that I would be dismissed in that moment. And so I wouldn't be heard or understood. And so the vulnerability that it takes for us to come to a moment, a place, a person, a situation and say, I feel is extremely brave. It's one of the bravest normal human interactions that we can have in my personal opinion, because it takes that vulnerability and it takes effort and it takes the willingness to say, I might be dismissed. I might not be heard. I might not be understood. And that's hard to do. I don't like to do that. I fucking can assure you that, that I do not love that feeling. I don't love that feeling, especially when I am misunderstood or when I'm not fully heard for, for what I'm saying or who, yeah, for what I'm saying or what I'm feeling. Oh man, this topic is so much. I love it. I love it so much. So <laughs> let's take a step back. We all feel. We all are humans who feel. We don't always know what that means. We don't always know how to put it into words. For some of us, we're verbal processors and it's easier to convey how we're feeling by speaking it out loud. Sometimes that takes 10 words. Sometimes it takes 10 million words. I'm the 10 million word guy. If I feel something, I want to get all of the words that I'm thinking that relate to this feeling out. And if I do, I'm able to process that feeling and that moment and that emotion with whomever I'm feeling it with right then much more effectively than if I'm, uh, if I'm relegated to having to go away and write it or say it in 10 words or less sort of thing, right? So for me, I'm a verbal processor. Obviously, I fucking do this podcast by myself. So th this like is a form of me doing the very thing that I'm, that I'm explaining. Uh, and so we, we all have these emotions and these experiences where there are things happening in us, right? We have some of the highest rates of anxiety and stress and depression ever recorded in human history. I don't fully know what that means, uh, cause I'm not sure that we've looked at data like that until, you know, the last 20 or 30 years in the same way that other generations would have based on. Uh, that kind of blue-collar patriarchal culture. Maybe I'm wrong, but we are we are the most one of the most stressed and anxious and depressed cultures ever. Uh, those are feelings. Those are, in fact, emotions. And when we when we suppress those things and we and we lie to our friends and our family and we say, no, 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 I'm fine. 
No, really, I'm fine. 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 We're doing a couple really damaging things, in my opinion. One uh, is that we're hiding, which is really scary. And number two is that we're trying to convince ourselves that what we're feeling is illegitimate. And even if we're not trying to do that, right, we are in fact convincing ourselves that what we're feeling is not legitimate by saying, no, I'm fine, it's okay, it's okay, I'm fine, it's okay, I'm okay, it's okay, I'm fine, it's okay, fucking blah. We're simply doing a disservice to ourself as thinking, feeling, breathing, wonderful humans. Because we're taking that and we're pushing it all the way down. <laughs> And, and when we suppress in that way, not just suppress our emotions, like pretend that they don't exist, but when we do our best to convince ourselves that we're not actually being uh, affected by these emotions and these feelings and these experiences, we're fucking with our brain. <laughs> uh, I've, I have two friends who have been through some pretty heavy shit. Uh, one is like a longer term heavy shit. And one is a very recent heavy shit. And both of them, uh, one of them, uh, I'm very grateful for this, his therapist suggested that he admit that what he's feeling is a trauma. That what he's gone through is in fact a trauma and that that's okay to say. And he should in fact address it as such. As opposed to saying, oh no, it's fine, it's not a big deal, it's okay, I, I'm okay, it's okay, I'm okay, I'm gonna be okay. That is wonderful advice. <laughs> Uh, it's wonderful advice. I actually took that advice from his therapist and I transferred that to a, another friend of mine um, who went through something really fucking heavy really recently and in in really allowing that to, to take shape in my brain, I was able to encourage a new friend that what he's feeling is, no, he's not a new friend, but a, a friend, what he's experiencing is in fact trauma which is gonna make it hurt, and it makes it hard, and, it, it, and it's complex. Fucking, it's complex. Uh, so I'm gonna take a timeout, and I'm going to just say out loud for all of you listening, if in fact you have, uh, you're gonna know what this is when I say it, so I don't have to preface too far. If in fact you have experiences in your mind that you still downplay, I want you to say out loud, even while listening, or stop this and join it later, e even while you're listening, I want you to stop and be willing to say, I experienced a trauma in that, in that moment. Whatever that thing is or those things are, I want you to be willing to say, I experienced a trauma and that is okay. You may not be okay, it may not feel okay, and it may take a long time. It may take days, months, therapy, years, all of those things for you to actually heal. But if we're able to say, I experienced a trauma and it's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. It is okay that I experienced a trauma and that I can call it that and I'm going to recognize it so that I can then go heal, right? When when we're willing to call a spade a spade, especially when it comes to feeling and emotion and trauma, we're giving ourselves really the greatest opportunity to heal. We're giving ourselves the greatest opportunity to step into this space and in some way defeat that, uh, that negative emotion.
let me switch gears a little bit because I, I felt like that was very important to say that you you have the freedom uh, and I'll say it this way also you have permission to feel the trauma you have permission to admit that it in fact is and was traumatic you don't need that permission for me but sometimes I think that language is very important to hear so there you go I hope that it that helps and opens up your heart additionally Emotion and feeling isn't always negative. When I, when I uh, talk about this topic, feelings and emotions and experiences with emotion and things like that, I'm not simply talking about pain and stress and heartache and uh, the experience of a loss or some personal trauma that was done to you. I'm not simply talking about those things. I'm also talking about happiness and gratitude and joy and appreciation I know an ass load of people that do a really terrible, half-ass, unknowingly bad job of expressing the good parts too. So this isn't just uh, an encouragement to cry or an encouragement to, you know, tell somebody all of the bad shit that's ever happened to you. While um, while that may be helpful, that that's not what I'm that's not totally what I'm suggesting. I am also suggesting, though, that it is okay to feel good. It's okay to have positive emotional experiences. It's okay to have a really great time with somebody and to say, holy fuck, I had a really great time. It's okay to uh, be in the presence of somebody that you know and love and trust and tell them, I'm really safe here. I'm comfortable here. Thank you for allowing me to feel safe, to feel this joy of being in your presence. It's okay. It's okay to say that you love somebody. It's okay to say that you really are appreciative of somebody in your life. And I I, I think in some of my experiences, in the same way that we can run from that negative emotion because there's a vulnerability there uh, and we don't want to feel judged or we don't want somebody to know that we've been through this thing or like that there's, you know, a certain element of whatever that we're hiding from. I Equally, I believe that people hide from the good as well because that also is vulnerable. Like fucking how many of us have uh, gone on the limb to tell somebody like, man, I really appreciate you. I like you. I love you. I'm grateful for you. I, any of those things and had the other person go, yeah, but I don't really feel the same way. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't know why I I turned that into a grandma voice. We don't feel the same way. Uh, (laughs) fuck. I've, I've felt and experienced people run from the good as well because it is vulnerable. It does take energy and effort and, and, a certain amount of space to say, I'm going to put my heart out here, right? So, uh, so far I've covered a handful of things and I've done it very quickly. Uh, I hope to expand on all of these things as uh, self to society progresses. So thus far I've covered just the idea that we all are human. Uh, It doesn't matter how we identify ourselves in this human experience. We all feel and we all have feelings, we experience emotion, both highs and lows, goods and bads, we all feel those. So there's no, there's no question there. There's, there's no misunderstanding that we all feel. Okay. 
Additionally, feelings are not monsters that we have to run from. Feelings are human experiences that we can own. They're not monsters that we have to run from. When, when we're feeling these feelings and we're, we're willing to express them to somebody, we want to be heard and understood primarily. Like every once in a while, it's just, just get it off my chest. But even for all of us, I know that, uh, especially if you are, and don't take, when I say things like this, don't take it like so to the ultimate end. However, if you are a female and you're listening to this, there might have been a time in your life where you said, I don't want you to say anything. I just need you to listen. Right? Uh, at least that I've heard that. Uh, I've been told that. I don't need you to say anything. I just need you to listen. So really, when we're, when we're willing to express something, we want to be heard and understood. I really believe that. There is the freedom to process these emotions however we choose. Could be a journal. Could be a friend. Could be a therapist. Should probably be the trifecta of those. And, uh, and additionally, it isn't just negative emotion. It's also positive emotion that we run from. Uh, we run from sharing our true feelings. We run from the first time that we feel, the first time that we feel love for a new partner, we run from that because we think all sorts of things. They're going to think I'm crazy. It's too soon. It's too early. What are they going to say? What are their friends going to say? What are my friends going to say? Right? So we take, we take these emotions and we put them through these weird filters that don't even fucking make any sense. They don't even matter. I can, if I, if I love somebody or something, I can express that without needing to hear it back. I think that's also uh, something that we discon, that we disregard a lot is that we're able to share and express our, our emotions, uh, but m most of the time we want a call and response. We want a, I love you. Oh, I love you too. We want a, I'm going to say this and you're going to give me some response. What I think would be really healthy for us to strive to, and I don't even know how possible this is in the, in the long run of things, but is for us to find such, a, such an independence in and of our self-worth that we're willing to say things like, I'm going to tell you something and I don't need you to respond. I'm simply telling you because it's something that I feel or it's an emotion that I have and I don't want to keep it inside. And then we can tell people things. Uh, I like you. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. This really hurt me. I don't like that I felt this way. Uh, I don't like that this situation made me feel this way. And, and sometimes we just have the freedom to say, I don't, I don't need you to respond. I just need you to hear and understand what I'm saying. There's, there's a great difference. White Men Can't Jump is a fantastic fucking movie. Uh, but there's this, there's this thing where one of the characters is talking to the other characters and they're talking about Jimi Hendrix. And they're fighting over the difference between hearing and listening. Do you listen or do you just hear? And the scene is hysterical because it is, because uh, the dynamic between the two characters. But it's such an important question. So now I'm going to turn this conversation around just a little bit for the last few minutes. What about when people come to you with their feelings and their emotions and their vulnerabilities and their truths? 
How do we respond then? How do we, how do we respond when somebody comes to us and says, Hey, I feel this way. Can I talk to you about something? I feel a little bit uncomfortable. I feel as if blank. How do we respond in those? Are we listening? Are we hearing? Are we letting, are we letting that those words really penetrate our brain? And, and are we taking them without a bias? Which can be hard, especially if you're in a relationship. If you're in a relationship, we become predisposed to respond to our partner in a specific way. We have an, a number of experiences that almost teach us in a pattern on how to respond to our partner. And so it can become relatively difficult in long-term friendships, relationships, etc., to listen with a non-bias. However, comma, I'm asking that we all try to do that, that we, that we become aware of our listening brain, that we become aware of how, how that element of communication plays out for us. When, in fact, somebody is willing to share with us, when somebody is being vulnerable with us, when somebody is offering up a piece of their soul, how are we handling that? I, I just think it would be unfair for, for me to approach this only about you being or us being heard uh, and not about us also hearing other people and, and truly listening to what somebody is expressing and has to say and how, and how they're communicating those things. Because it's one thing to just say, I feel this way and we process that like very basic information, but it's another thing to really try to understand what somebody how somebody feels is affecting them physically, is affecting them emotionally, is affecting their, um, you know, their own self-worth, their own confidence level, their own space within themselves. Um, I know that for me, many times in my <laughs> fucking adult life, have I said things like, hey, I, I feel this. And the response was less than desirable. Ultimately, I don't think I was heard or understood. And let me say, let me say it better. Ultimately, I think somebody heard me, but I don't think that what I said was understood without a filter or a a preconceived bias of that moment. Uh, it's happened thousands of times in my adult life. And. And it's one of the reasons why I'm so goddamn passionate about communicating. It's one of the reasons why I take words so motherfucking seriously. I take words so seriously. Each and every word I use is thought, thought through most. It depends on how many beers I drink, let's be honest. Most of the words I use are thoughtful. I really do think through, okay, in this conversation, in this moment, what is the actual combination of words that I need to string together to appropriately communicate what it is that I'm trying to say or how I'm feeling or what I'm trying to express to another person in a poem, when I'm writing copy for a client, like any of the things I'm so thoughtful about words because each individual word has a fucking meaning. It seems so simple in, in here that words have meanings, therefore we should use them with a little bit of uh, reverence. And many 
many of us don't use words with reverence. Many of us just throw words around like they are, uh, you know, like it's fucking, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good analogy. (laughs) Most of us use words a little bit willy-nilly. And we use words in a way where it's going to be okay to say I'm sorry later. I have done that. I don't like to do it. I, I would rather be thoughtful about the words I'm using and be really considerate and intentional about choosing those words so that I'm communicating literally what I'm saying. I'm actually saying what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling or what I'm trying to express are the exact words coming out of my mouth. Do you see the words that come out of my mouth? Hear the words? Do you see the words? The fuck? <laughs> do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Anyway, I fucked that movie lineup. This episode uh, is, uh, I hope, helpful. Um, I tried really hard to not make this about any particular person or type of person. Uh, I originally, truthfully, was going to talk about men and their and our inability culturally to feel okay to feel. But it didn't seem fair to me. So uh, I did approach it in a more general way. If uh, I'm happy to approach any of these ideas more specifically or do an entire episode on some of them. Um, so if you have a friend who you think this could help or assist or give a little bit of insight to, I would love for you to share that. Uh, if you have not, please subscribe to the podcast. I would love that too. I appreciate you listening. I'm going to shut off the podcast and I'm going to stay up on Instagram live for a minute. I appreciate y'all listening and we'll do this again real soon. See ya.